right, good morning, Cornelius. Welcome to About Town on WSIC. If you're listening to us on the airwaves or watching the live stream, you're probably thinking to yourself, that's not Mayor Woody Washam, and you're right. I am your guest host today, Malin Joyner, Communications Manager for the Town of Cornelius, and I am joined by Captain Steve Dan- Davis. And Davis. Davis, yes, and Lieutenant Vaughn Griffin. Good Thank morning. you guys for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you. Happy to do it. All right. Well, we're going to jump into a conversation all about the police department here in just a moment, but Mayor Washam has asked that I tell you all a little bit about me and what it is that I do, because communications is behind the scenes most of the time. Uh, our communications department at the town is relatively new, and we're responsible for all sorts of things. Uh, the textbook definition of what we do is that we we determine how information is divided through written, spoken, visual mediums, and we try to get information out to residents in the best way possible as often as we can. Whenever there's something that you need to know, I'm usually the person who decides how you find out about it. Uh, so every day looks a little bit different. I run the town's social media accounts. I organize our community events. If you've ever been to a town talk, you've probably seen me there work on some of our awareness campaigns like Heads Up Cornelius, which is our pedestrian, cyclist, and motorist safety campaign, and Leash Like You Mean It, which is our leash compliance ordinance campaign. I also write the bi-weekly town newsletter, Keeping Up With Cornelius, which is your best way to stay informed on town happenings. And I work with each of the departments on developing strategies and content to better inform you all. One of those departments is the police department. Um, and I would like to know a little bit about you guys and how you joined the Cornelius Police Department. Awesome. Well, it's going to be hard to follow up on that, I believe, uh, with all the stuff that you do. I'm still trying to take notes on how to expand on what it, what it is that I do. It's taken uh, me three years to figure out what wow. I do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, my name is Steve Davis. I'm a, a captain here at Cornelius. I actually started uh, with the department in uh, 96, so it's been about 27 years I've been here. Um, you know, growing up, it's really the only thing I ever wanted to do. I had a cousin in, uh, who was a police officer in Martinsville, Virginia, and uh, as a kid, when we would visit them, uh, he would you know, let me play with his duty belt and his handcuffs. And I guess that just kind of sparked that whole um, passion for law enforcement. And uh, so, you know, fast forward, you know, a few years and uh, had the opportunity in 96 to or 95 started basic law enforcement training. I was fortunate enough to uh, be offered a position here in Cornelius and, and absolutely love it. I could imagine being a, a police officer anywhere else. That's great. What about you, Vaughn? So my, my career feels a little bit different. So <laughs> I started out in hospitality and food service and did that for several, numerous years. And I always had a curiosity, I guess, about law enforcement. Uh, I'd see police officers come into the restaurant and we'd talk and they'd hang out and cut up and eat free food. Cut food, <laughs> free food. So eat free food. So it was, it was curious to see what they'd say and kind of the stories they would tell. Uh, in 2006, I finally decided to go to BLET, which is basic law enforcement training. At Central Piedmont Community College, and I got a certificate there, and went to Cornelius for an interview. I didn't even know Cornelius existed actually. And I lived in Huntersville, so I was like, "Where's this Cornelius place?" <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, right next door. So, came here in 2007, got hired, and uh, I've been here ever since. And it's uh, been a great move for me. Uh, the, the department as a whole is great. Uh, the people I work with are very good. Mm-hmm. Protection of one person. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great as well. Yeah, but uh, we love the community, love the love the agency. It's just a great town. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great to hear. I'm glad that you both have been here so long, and it's nice to see people really dedicate themselves to law enforcement. Absolutely. So I'll tell you, you know, 27 years. Uh, one of the things that that I realized a couple of years ago, actually last year, uh, I have been working with the Kearney's Police Department longer than some of our officers have been alive. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Yeah. So it's longer than I've been alive. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you for that. <laughs> I was going to say, is that a good thing or a bad? I'll, I'll keep that to myself <laughs> next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Steve, you said that you're a little bit of a historian whenever it comes to the police department. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and all the information that you've gathered on the history of CPD? So I think the uh, uh, you were correct when you said a little bit. <laughs> An amateur historian. historian. Uh, it is something that has has become a passion for me. Uh, and actually, Chief Balkum uh, had the idea of uh, having a chief's wall at the police department of our past chiefs. And and what I realized is we hadn't really didn't know who all of our past chiefs were, mm -hmm. uh, which led me to start researching to find out who our past chiefs were. But but also I started learning about the history of the police department, which actually became more of a passion than the past chiefs. And uh, so I've spent, you know, hours collecting uh, just newspaper articles, uh, talking with people about, you know, how the police department you know, has grown and some of the things that have happened through the years um, to uh, to get us to where we're at now. Uh, the police department has changed uh, tremendously. Um, you know, we, and I know we were saying earlier, it was like 92 or 93, there were, Eight police officers <laughs> in the town of Cornelius. Hard to imagine. And uh, while that is, <clears throat> you know, 30 years, um, we're, we've gone from eight police officers to 65 now. Mm -hmm. uh, so in, a, in that span of time, is is not a great, great deal for that type of growth. Mm -hmm. So that was just one of the really interesting things to find um, you know, a, a article in the 80s where all four police officers quit, <clears throat> or five, because of a leash law mm -hmm. that the town enacted, and it was going to be the police department's responsibility to enforce, you know, the leash laws and catch dogs that were running loose. And the town really just gave the officers a hard time. You say, hey, "There's a dog there. You need to go get it," and mm -hmm. they're like, "We're done." Yeah. So there are only four of you. I'm sure you have better things. Right. To do. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So uh, there's just a ton of information that I'm trying to put together, and hopefully, at some point we can get that information out mm -hmm. uh, to the public somehow, whether it be in a forum like this or uh, just in, in articles or something. I, I do a, a, a monthly article for Lakeside Living Magazine, and I've put some of it in there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's interesting, so I guess in my mind, everybody else is interested in it too. So. Well, I am, and I'll certainly start reading your articles right. now that I know that's in it. I have three fans. <laughs> three. Is Vaughn one of them? No. <laughs> I was going to no, stuff and say, probably not. <laughs> no. He will tell you he is, but he's not. Okay. Yeah, well, that's really interesting, and I do hope we can find an avenue to share some of that history, because like I was telling you all before we, before we hopped on the air, uh, so much of our history just gets put to the wayside. You know, some people move to Cornelius, and it seems like this town just appeared overnight, but it's really been decades yeah. of, of growth and improvement and change. Um, and you two have seen some of that in your 10 years here. But quick question for you. What's your favorite part of being a police officer at the Cornelius Police Department? Wow. Uh, <clears throat> I think that, I guess kind of the re and this is going to sound cliche <laughs> and things, but you know, I grew up in a, in a very small community. Mm -hmm. We weren't a town. We were just a place on the map. And, you know, it was in the country. It was in, in Virginia. And it's just a different way of life there. And we looked after each other all the time because mm -hmm. uh, that's who we relied on. You relied on your neighbors if you needed help or if you needed anything. 
And, you know, for me, you know, being in law enforcement is the ability to help somebody to do something for somebody else. And, and the unique thing about this job is even after 27 years, you still have that ability every day mm -hmm. to make a positive impact in somebody's life. Yeah. Uh, and it could be little things. You know, I've seen people that are so appreciative because you were able to unlock their car. <laughs> uh, to them, that is a, that is a big thing. So I think for me, it's, uh, you know, as far as being a cop, it's just that that ability to make a difference in somebody's life mm -hmm. and have that interaction is probably what I would consider one of the you know, the things I enjoy most about my job. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hear a lot from people who choose to work in government, specifically local government, whether it's in administration or it's in the police department or fire department. It seems like everyone who chooses this career path really just wants to help out to the best mm -hmm. of their ability. Yeah, I, f I feel like it's a calling. I feel like it's something you have to want to do to be successful. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you don't have that passion, I don't think you'll be as successful at it. Yeah, definitely. And you can see that shine through in the work you all do, you know, each and every day. Right. But uh, we'll get to your favorite part in just a second, Vaughn. Sounds We're going to hear a quick message from some of our sponsors, and we'll be right back with About Town. Welcome back to About Town. This is uh, Captain Davis with the Kearney's Police Department. We're talking about the uh, the town, the police department, and uh, we have. So I guess now I'm technically the guest host. You are for the guest host. Uh, <laughs> the guest host had to step out of the room for a minute, so so I will be now the guest host you know, for the guest host. You're gonna find out for the mayor. <laughs> uh, but luckily, our guest host, our original guest host, is back in the studio. And I'm going to let her take it away. Mary, yes. we missed you a whole lot. Just I missed you guys more. Well, that's a lot of pressure you put on me just right off the bat. Oh, I mean, so I, I was not that. expecting guest hosts. I was prepared to answer questions or whatever, and I got thrown on the this spot. Guest, and guest uh, host, yeah. Steve Davis. So uh, I'm going to add that to my resume, though. So I guess it worked out. I appreciate you taking over, uh, and I don't know uh, if you welcomed everybody back. I did. I said, welcome back to About Town. Thank you. Thank and I you. Was, from there, I didn't really know what to say. <laughs> that's all I had time to prepare for. You could have gone way more into the history of the town. Okay, articles. Yeah. Yeah. okay, well, we left off learning a little bit about Steve's favorite part about being a police officer with Cornelius Police Department. Vaughn, what's your favorite part? Uh, let's see. I have actually two parts. I can I can kind of echo what Captain Davis is saying as far as it is a calling to do this job. I, I enjoy every aspect of the job. From the time that I've been here, it, it seems like the time has gone super fast, mm -hmm. but no day is the same. Uh, as much as we try to look at days being the same or Monday through Friday type work schedules. Um, when I come in, I can see somebody at the gas station that's pumping gas and have a conversation and have a totally different conversation five minutes later with mm -hmm. somebody else. And then the next minute, we're going to arrest somebody or whatever it may be. <laughs> so nothing's the same. I like that diversity that it offers as far as, a, as an agency and what we do here as an mm -hmm. officer. Um, but I also like, of course, our community is huge to us mm -hmm. and to me, you know. I'm small town as well, so the people we knew in town, we knew as family and friends, and here it feels just like that. When I go into the food line, I go into the food line every day, <laughs> every day. So when I go to the food line, I will see the managers, the workers, mm -hmm. the people that come inside, and I'll talk with them. I'll go shopping around the food line for my dinner that night, and while they're shopping around for their dinner that night, we'll have conversations between the aisles. They have comments or questions. I'll ask them or ask for them or have them for them. So, uh, I enjoy that and engagement as well. Mm -hmm. um, I also 
like the officers, the staff that we, we have to deal with every day, which is great. Mm -hmm. We have a great staff as far as our town hall staff, our police staff, communications, uh, lake enforcement, ammo control, all these people, these individual people that come together to make us our department, mm -hmm. which is great. So uh, I enjoy that aspect of my job yeah. so much. So. I will say we do have a very friendly police department. Mm -hmm. And I'm not proud to admit this, but I was once pulled over by a Cornelius police officer, and I had a five-star experience. It, oh, was, it was very pleasant. That's good. <laughs> no, you all, you are really great. Um, and I think that's one of the things that differentiates Cornelius Police Department from some of the other departments in our region. Not to say that the other agencies aren't also great, but it really feels like we have this emphasis on building these really strong relationships within yes. our community with residents, you know, as individuals. Yeah. Um, can you guys speak to what you think differentiates the police department from some of the others in our area? Well, I, I, I think what we were just talking about and their, their concept of community policing, I mean, it's so important to us, it's on our patches. Mm -hmm. We are community policing driven and, and we have been community policing driven since I started here in 96. So this is not a concept that just came about, you know, within the last five, 10 years. This has been a concept that we have been doing for years and years. And the, the fact that we were a small, that we are a small agency kind of helps with that. It's that small town policing. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, that is that has been one of the biggest reasons we're we are successful here. Uh, and honestly, but uh, Chief Balkum taking over another thing that is that is really beneficial for us that makes it sets us in my in my opinion is some of the 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 concepts that he's put into into play and and you know we have our new motto which we talked about earlier family strong community driven and <clears throat> family strong really focuses on each other we've always focused on the community and it's always been important and we've always within the agency you have relationships and things like that but you know that's going to another level now where we're we're focusing on family strong within the agency taking care of each other helping each other supporting each other because any kind of you know um, public safety you know even military you have to deal with things mm -hmm. and sometimes those things aren't great mm -hmm. and we have always had a tendency just to deal with it ourselves or really not deal with it we just kind of bottle it up mm -hmm. because you you didn't reach out for help you didn't really say that and and that's wrong mm -hmm. and it's been wrong forever mm -hmm. and so we're really pushing this idea of hey we're going to be there for each other and it's okay to talk to your fellow coworker. It's okay to say I've got, I've got problems. It doesn't have to be things that happened, you know, here that you go to, you know, a call for service and it's something kind of traumatic. It could be something going on at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, family strong for us is that we're here for each other and I think that, you know, if, from my experience that's something that's very important and that we're really kind of pushing and I think that really sets us apart as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think that you can really see those relationships within an agency, in the community, whenever you're actually out policing. You can tell when people are friends. You can tell when mm -hmm. people like working with each other, when they do have a strong relationship, and when they can trust one another. Right. And that really makes the difference in a police department. You want to know that officers have each other's backs, you know, that they're going to be Absolutely. there for each other right. on and off the clock. It's okay to have a hard day. And I know that, you know, our police department especially has been really focused on promoting mental health for mm -hmm. officers because so many people think that police officers, you know, they go into this line of work and they're just, they're not human, you know, they don't have these feelings, but, you know, you, you come out of a bad day and you have the same feelings that everyone else does. 
Yeah, well, the, the, the comment has been made in the past, you know, when, with things like that. Well, that's what they signed up for. Mm -hmm. And it's not what we signed up for. That's not why a police officer signs up to do this. It's just a, it's a byproduct of what we have to deal with, mm -hmm. and it, it's not something that we should have to deal with. And it's and it's definitely a culture that we're we're trying to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And even if those are you know part of the job, those hard days are part of the job. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't have the resources to deal with the aftermath of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I think that Chief Bauckham has done a really great job of putting some emphasis on that and letting you all know that he is there for you as much as you are there for each other. So that new motto really does, it really does hit home, you know, the family strong, community focused. Mm -hmm. The community focused part really has always been there. It seems right. like people in our community love our police officers. You know, I never see people not waving at you, smiling at you guys, stopping you on the street to have a quick chat. Right. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's really important for our community. I agree. I agree with that totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vaughn, any thoughts? Uh, so I can't I'll, say I agree. I everything you just said. Ditto. That's the whole point of this I is know. for conversation. I, you guys did a great job there. That's perfect. Nothing, <laughs> nothing to add. So. But uh, I agree. The our mental health is very important, mm -hmm. and that's what I think Chief Buckham definitely is pushing these days. Is, and it's always been important. Mm -hmm. We just kind of bringing the light to it at this point in time. Anybody that knew, we had new officers that come in. And I'll sit with them normally within the first week or two. Mm -hmm. And we try to stress that and then coming in to the agency itself, we want them to be the best mm -hmm. officers they can be. I want to, whether that be with us or another agency, we want you to be the best fit for us as well. Mm -hmm. We want you to be in that great space, that great headspace too, to do the job that you can come to do mm -hmm. and do it well. We need you at your best 100% yeah. of the time. So where that means you have to take a few days off to relax, be with your family, do things like that. You need to do that. We still mm -hmm. are, like you said, we're still people. We're not just officers. We we have to go home each night to our families, kids, wives, husbands, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, very important for our mental health. Yeah. Um, as far as the community goes, what was the first question you asked? I forgot about the first question you said was, how do we view it differently than the other agencies, I guess? Yeah, what differentiates the Cornelius Police Department? So I think for me, it's a personal touch. Mm -hmm. So you may not get that at larger agencies or different agencies, but for us, we each have our own uniqueness about us. Mm -hmm. So I come from getting hospitality and background as far as uh, restaurant and food service and hotel management type stuff. Mm -hmm. So I have that aspect of things. Some other people come from uh, mechanic side of things or car dealership type stuff or whatever it may be. They have that side of things. And we meet the people in the community that have those same uh, specific unique backgrounds. Uh, it's great to have that conversation with them because we then relate better to them mm -hmm. and we can actually uh, convey thoughts better and they understand us and we understand them better. That just makes for a better communication between the PD and the community itself. So mm -hmm. I love the diversity we have. That personal touch that kind of brings it all in. And again, it's your personal touch, mine. Mm -hmm. It makes a whole agency of different officers and different individuals at that point in time. So I love that. Absolutely. Us, yeah. Sure. You all have big personalities. I'm sitting in the room with two very big personalities <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I'm glad you guys are here. But um, that can be hard to manage sometimes. And it is really good to hear that an agency of your size really does have all these friendships, these relationships built. How many officers are currently staffed? You said 65? So we have uh, we have 65 approved positions. Uh, and that includes uh, two uh, SRO positions that were just approved uh, recently within mm -hmm. the last couple months, I guess. Yeah. So that it gives us the, oppor the, the opportunity to have a, a, an officer in each of our elementary schools. Mm -hmm. So these positions were are fully funded by the town. Uh, it is something that we are so happy to have mm -hmm. because we, we love our schools and we really want to 
you know, take care of our kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've 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 done a pretty good job of that. I mean, we would get out at the schools, but we don't we couldn't dedicate somebody to that. So mm-hmm. now we have that opportunity, and so that brought us up to sixty five positions and. And we are actually uh, almost fully staffed with the uh, the people that we have hired uh, that have just started, and we have one person that is in uh, basic law enforcement training now that have has a conditional officer. He'll start in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes us fully staffed, and wow. honestly, I think that's happened one other time since mm-hmm. I've been here that we have been fully staffed. That's incredible. Uh, that we were times that we were down. Uh, 12 officers mm-hmm. and when you're down 12 officers that's that's critical for mm-hmm. our agency so that's uh and again that goes back to a lot of credit to uh you know the town for you know raising you know helping with the salaries and things like that mm-hmm. and you know giving us a, a a better environment for officers that want to come in and and uh, money's not everything but it is something absolutely mm-hmm. so you want to get you want to get the good people the right people mm-hmm. and that's helped us do that yeah we've created a very attractive um, environment for officers absolutely. to come into it seems like and I, I know we faced some staffing challenges in the past couple of years but it's really nice to see us coming back from that mm-hmm. we'll be right back after another brief message from our sponsors again you're listening to about town all right welcome <laughs> Welcome back to About Town, typically hosted by Mayor Woody Washam. My name is Malin Joyner, and I'm the communications manager for the town filling in today. I've got two special guests with me, Lieutenant Vaughn Griffin and Captain Steve Davis. We were just hooting and hollering about uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Griffin's history with McDonald's <laughs> as, a, as a line cook there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, what happened was... <laughs> we still have a few hospitality. It was the hospitality. hospitality that's what we want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned about Vaughn. You have to really look into everything he says. <laughs> it seems like it. <laughs> Check and recheck, yes. Right. <laughs> well, before the last break, we were just talking about the new SROs that will be implemented at our elementary schools. And you said we have two of those positions coming into play? Two of the, what, that would give us a total of four SROs. That would give one at uh, Huff High, one at uh, Baylor Middle School, and one at J.B. Washam, and one at Cornice Elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was all approved in the last uh, fiscal year 2024 budget. Were there any other significant improvements that came for the police department? In that budget, so the I'm trying to think. I don't. I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. I don't. I don't. That was the most significant yeah. thing mm-hmm. that we had. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I know that's a big one for our community. We do want our kids to feel safe, and we want our parents to feel comfortable. Right. You know, with the environments that their kids are learning in. I know Chief Bauckham has also mentioned some new digital forensic tools that'll be coming along in this fiscal year. Um, so it looks like great improvements all around for the yes. department. And I'm really happy for you guys that you're able to continue making these improvements you know, year over year. So SROs are just one position that a police officer can serve in with our department. What are some of the other divisions and units that officers are divided into? So uh, I'll take this, Vaughn. You got that. <laughs> so the, the, the police department is basically divided into two different divisions. You have field operations, and uh, support services field operations essentially is patrol Uh, we have uh, two platoons on patrol each uh, platoon has two squads and you have a lieutenant a sergeant a corporal and four officers Mm -hmm. five officers four or five four and um that's field operations and that's what i'm i'm over field operations Mm -hmm. lieutenant griffin is a a commander of uh, first platoon 
Yes. Uh, over the two sergeants. The best platoon I've ever had. Yeah. It sounds very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he said. I have some stuff to go over with you after this. <laughs> anyway, and then we have our our support services division, which really is everything else, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's a lot to be honest. It's uh, it covers communications, it covers uh, uh, animal control, mm -hmm. the school resource, uh, community policing. Uh, lake and traffic divisions. Our um, admin staff as well. Right? Admin staff. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, recruiting, training, recruiting, uh, crime or, uh, crime reduction unit that we have. Mm -hmm. So that there's a lot on on that side. Um, there's each division has a smaller number of people. They're kind of about the same amount of as far as numbers go but mm -hmm. essentially it's divided into those two divisions okay and just to be clear the communications within the police department is telecommunications i am not the manager yes, of absolutely the yeah, when i say communications <laughs> north mecklenburg uh 911 emergency communications mm -hmm. uh, if you call if you're in the town of Cornelius and you call 911 uh that call is going to go to our police department mm -hmm. and if it has to go to medic or fire then they will transfer you to the appropriate mm -hmm. uh, division that's a very unique position for our town to be in because not a lot of small towns or towns our size can say that they have their own dispatch center and it definitely i feel like expedites the process of getting first responders to where they need to go it absolutely does mm -hmm. uh absolutely it it's it's local it, there's a lot of advantages to us having our own communication center and it's been something that's been very important to uh, it's important to Chief Balcom. It's been important to past chiefs mm -hmm. that we maintain our communication center here. Uh, that uh, gives us a better opportunity to serve the community. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll piggyback on that too because we are again we are very community focused. But it's funny to see even when I became a police officer that even the communications team that's in there now, the latest gentleman that's serving in that are part of this community. Mm -hmm. They are just as invested in the community as we are. And it's great to see that they are all in mm -hmm. when it comes to answering the calls of service, getting them out to the, getting dispatch out to the officers mm -hmm. promptly. It's great to see that. Absolutely. And every call is just important as the last, I'm Correct. sure. You know, no matter what the subject matter of it is, you never know exactly how urgent it is. And so for our dispatchers, it's the most critical thing in the world Correct. to make sure that people get service as quickly as possible Absolutely. and for it to be in town and serviced by people who are residents of town or part of the community you know you know the local roads roads like the back of your hand absolutely our yeah. officers do too because they patrol them on a day-to-day -day basis right. um and so with all these divisions and units that people serve in that officers serve in i, I bet some people are wondering how safe is cornelius you know if we need all these units and divisions and, and different specialties for officers to be in well overall if i would say very safe mm -hmm. um we can we can't you know say that we don't have our issues from time to time the things that we see more than anything are property crimes that's our our biggest issue that we deal with all a, a lot uh frauds uh but car break-ins car mm -hmm. break-ins is something that happens in Cornelius. it happens in huntersville it happens in davidson it happens in charlotte mm -hmm. it happens in every jurisdiction deals with car break-ins mm -hmm. and um i don't know that That'll ever go away. Mm -hmm. um, it'll it, if you you lock your doors, mm -hmm. d don't leave things in your car where people can see it. Uh, we get a lot of cars that are entered that are unlocked. I would say the predominantly most of the car break-ins we have are unlocked vehicles. vehicles. Yeah, uh, we do have those that okay. are uh, where a window is busted, but typically that's because there's a pocketbook laying there. There's mm -hmm. something inside, inside it. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a program uh, that we that we push. It's called Halt. Mm -hmm. um isn't it habit now habit yeah habit yeah um 
What does habit stand for, Vaughn? Halt auto break-ins today. I there wanted, you I, go. Wanted, I, I have my Vaughn, notes. He I wanted Vaughn to answer that. <laughs> oh, sorry, Vaughn, take wanted, it away. I wanted to see if he was actually going to be I was channeling my inner, inner officer. That's what I was doing. Let me just add that to my But, we, you know, that's something if it's simple. But if we could just get people to to lock their car and take everything out, mm-hmm. I think that would you know be go a long way to to uh, combating those car breakages, that property Absolutely. crimes that we have. Yeah. yeah, and you're right, that does happen everywhere. I live down in Charlotte, uh, and I had my car broken into two, three years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. Thankfully, the person who broke into my car was wearing an ankle monitor, so oh, <laughs> they were uh, able to find him well, pretty quickly. <laughs> they just... found your house, Davis, pretty, pretty quickly. Then. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice if everybody had one of those on when they, they yes. did such a thing. But it is good to hear that we live in a, a fairly safe town. Um, and it's very reassuring to know that all of our officers are as invested as the next into keeping our town, you know, especially safe. Um, what different divisions have each of you served in? I know that you said that you're a captain with um, what was it? field operations Field operations now. But in your career, you know, what are the different divisions or, or units that you've served in? Uh, all of them. All of them? <laughs> wow. With the exception of communications. I've been okay. in every division as a officer or supervisor in every division. Oh. Um, yeah. Any fun stories from your time? <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't say any of those. I will give. Uh, so one of the things that uh, that the past chiefs have done and, and uh, Chief Balkum is, is continuing this, mm-hmm. is we are ro- doing a, a lieutenant rotation. Okay. And eventually it'll go down to sergeants, but you have two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lieutenant Griffin is over uh, first platoon now, mm-hmm. but starting in September, he's going to rotate and he'll be over our lake and traffic unit. Okay. So he'll have an opportunity to, to spend some time with that, with that unit, mm-hmm. that division. And, uh, you learn how they operate and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then two years he'll rotate maybe to sports services or, or uh, where he'll have experience there. It, it makes you a better, uh, gives you a more ability, a better ability, I guess, to uh, to manage when you you know, go up in rank because you have experience mm-hmm. in these different divisions. So you're not trying to supervise a, a, a lake unit mm-hmm. and you don't know anything about the lake unit or how it operates or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it may not be that you become an expert in one particular field, but you know how that how it operates yeah and and, uh so i really i think that's a great idea to to do that no that's that's an exceptional program and i'm glad to hear that our police department is implementing it because when you think about individuals and their career trajectories and you want to build people into great leaders you need to make sure that they understand who it is that they're leading right getting your feet on the ground and, Mm -hmm. and learning about all these different operations that the police department performs is critical to making sure that our future leaders are as capable as the last Absolutely. I concur with what both of you just said. <laughs> Are you excited for your, your new rotation? I'm actually, I am. I actually am. I can't wait for it to happen. So. He's really not. He says that, but he's not. He's quaking right now in case yeah, you can't see him. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to cut to another quick break, but you're listening to About Town. Okay. 
Welcome back to About Town. I'm your guest host, Maylin Joyner, Communications Manager for the Town of Cornelius, here with Captain Steve Davis and Lieutenant Vaughn Griffin. I like Thanks guest for host. Assistant guest host. Guest host of the guest host. Guest host of the guest host. Man, he loves titles. <laughs> it sounds like it. We'll work on those. We'll workshop those after this is all over. Yeah, but we were just talking about safety in Cornelius, um, and it seems like we have a pretty safe town, thanks to the diligent work of our police department. Um, and I was just wondering, since there are so many advancements in the technology that we're implementing in the staff that we're bringing on, what are your expectations or hopes for the department in years to come? Especially as somebody who's seen so much of it. Yeah, so I, I hope that we continue on this path we're on right now. I think, you know, anytime you have, you know, Chief Balkum just coming in in, in January, uh, I think anytime you have a new uh, a change in leadership, you're always going to, it's going to bring something with it. And a lot of times it's something good. It's mm -hmm. different and it's good. And Chief Balkum has absolutely uh, came into this position with a lot of expectations and a lot of, you know, we're pushing leadership mm -hmm. like we've never done it before. And uh, which is great because we, we need to be um, training these young officers mm -hmm. because they're our future leaders and we can't wait until they get rank. I believe that children are our future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them be. I'm sorry. You so, auditioning for Miss America over there? <laughs> That's a great answer. Uh, but uh, going back to the being serious mm -hmm. about things. <laughs> um, <laughs> leadership is super important and we're pushing leadership now uh and the the family strong concept mm -hmm. um it the, I, I hope that we continue with that uh the community police and that there's no doubt in my mind that that's gonna th that's gonna always be here mm -hmm. uh i i would like to see at some point that we use our patrol officers and and they do a lot of community police i mean i hear stories where hey you know i was playing basketball and two-year officer stopped and we, we we don't even know that mm -hmm. they they just do it yeah so there's things that these guys do that we don't even know about and again that's kind of what sets us apart mm -hmm. they just do this well they were collecting <laughs> shopping carts the other right. week <laughs> so, i mean they do things right. without being told without mm -hmm. being given instruction they just do it and they don't you know? want the glory of they it. they're not, not expecting it thank and you that, that is what we have such a great group of guys right now i am so impressed with who we've got so i hope nobody leaves mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> i hope that everybody you know we continue down the path we're on now yeah, yeah. i want to continue to foster that sense of community that we've always had mm -hmm. and we need to keep that going um, we need the community's help in doing that too. And these partnerships are important throughout the community. Mm -hmm. We don't know when we're going to come in contact with anybody at the PD or PD. It could be at the gas station or the grocery store mm -hmm. or a call for service. But we'll always have that that personal interaction mm -hmm. and that connection with our community. We hope to continue that yeah. uh, as the years go on. Mm -hmm. And that's great. And I, I work pretty closely with Parks and Recreation, and so I've been to a few of their special events. And it's always so nice to see officers there. And I know you're there for safety purposes, but it also feels like you're there to engage with residents yes. you really want to see people and be seen by people and let them know that you're there as a resource no matter what the trouble is you right. know it's not just that something terrible needs to be happening but also right. if you you know just need help with anything right. you know a flat tire i've had officers stop and help me fix a flat tire before oh, yeah. and that's yes. very kind to them yes i can do it on my own i promise but <laughs> Yeah, so the, the, the community, the community policing concept is essentially based around uh, it's everybody's responsibility. Mm -hmm. Crime prevention is everybody's responsibility. Mm -hmm. uh, back in uh, when law enforcement really became organized, 
uh, in England, and I can't tell you the year. But yeah. Sir Robert Peel oh, was tasked. Yeah, yeah. Sir Robert Peel was. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Sir Robert Peel was tasked with creating the first organized uh, law enforcement agency in England, and uh, he came up with uh, I think twelve principles on how this should go. And it's you know one of them was there needs to be precincts. Uh, the community needs to have access to the to the law enforcement agency. That's why you have in a larger cities you have different precincts mm -hmm. that are in different areas. Uh, but one of the one of the one of these his uh, principles that he um, that he came up and I'm I'm paraphrasing when I say this, but essentially uh, the police are the public and the public are the police. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the police are just uh, members of our society that are being paid to give full attention to the duties that are coming on on each of us. Mm -hmm. So we all have the responsibility. A police officer is just somebody who gets paid to do it full time. It's your mm -hmm. job, but it's everyone's duty. Right, right. Yeah. Yes. So a police officer is a person just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so we, you know, I love when people come up and talk to me. I love when people ask me questions. Mm -hmm. It's great just to have that conversation. I know some people don't think you can talk to a police officer. Right, yeah. Yeah. I promise all of you out there listening or watching our police officers are not scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we love that interaction. They are when they need to be. Love right, that right. interaction, love that conversation, love questions. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I had another question. I lost my train of thought. So you know all about police history. Um, and you were mentioning... Well, yeah, he's kind of history, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're mentioning a few of the fun artifacts that we have at the police department or have had. Do you want to talk about either of those? Uh, so we... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, I will. Maybe, maybe I just the bars. <laughs> uh, so we have... Uh, so as I got into, you know, into this history and stuff, I really kind of dove into it and uh, learning things and looking for things. And we were, uh, Chief Balkum and I were down at uh, our new public works, which talking with um, Ricky Overcash, who's mm -hmm. our, uh, our public works supervisor, I guess is his title. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about things. I was looking for something, a piece of plywood or something. I'm not going to get into that story. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we were talking about things and Ricky's like, uh, yeah, we got these, these bars back here. Mm -hmm. And I have, I had seen some, uh, some iron bars for lack of a better word, uh, leaning in, in the back wall. And I'd tell it was part of a fence or something. Mm -hmm. We'll come to find out those were the bars that would, that covered the holding cell from the old police department were from you know, the fifties. Wow. Uh, and those bars were actually taken off of those windows and we've had them for years and years and years and didn't even know we had them. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a part of the history that we are, they're keeping. I'm working on, um, I've got a picture of a, of a, a past chief in front of one of the patrol cars, which is about a 1950, 51 Ford, as so I'm told, mm -hmm. and I would really like to get uh, a, a replica mm -hmm. and fix it up and have it as for parades as, as a part of history. Because I've, again, like we were talking earlier, history is just something that doesn't really people don't really care as much about, and I just want to preserve of it as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Well, I think for a lot of people, you forget about it unless you see right. it. Right. So to have some of that in front of our residents would be really nice, just as a reminder of how far we've come mm -hmm. in years past. We're coming towards the end of our show here, and I'm sad to say that we are. <laughs> but how are some ways that residents can get involved with the Cornelius Police Department? Are there any programs uh, that residents can enroll in to get to know a little bit more about you guys and what you do? Yeah, so uh, currently we are uh, 
We're hosting the Citizens Academy. It's opening up for applications now that'll start in September. September. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if there's any openings uh, now if they've got it full. Mm-hmm. That is a great, great, great program. If you want to really kind of see what policing is and how it is, the mm-hmm. Citizens Academy is a great opportunity for that because you get 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, one. Uh, it's uh, every Tuesday, one Tuesday every week, and you get about three hours where you go in and you learn about every division. You learn how do we do things, and, and it's, it's interactive. Mm-hmm. Uh, great opportunity for people to, to kind of come in and just really be able to see, but engage with officers. It's and, like the behind-the-scenes type right. stuff, and it, we love it. The big part, for, the best part about, about it for me is just engaging with the people because mm-hmm. you get to know that community outside the community and what they yeah. do and what they see as being interesting to us and what they thought they knew about us they really didn't mm-hmm. know. So to kind of explain that to them and kind of give them the, that concept of, hey, this is what happens and this is what goes on behind the scenes. They love that type of stuff too. Yeah, it's I great. think it sheds a lot of light on the work it that does. you do because so much of it seems so intense when all you've seen is, you know, the television shows about right. being a police yes. officer and yes. you think everything yes. is just scary and intimidating. Yeah. But a lot of it is just really logistical. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is very analytical and you guys put in great work every single day to make sure that, you know, you either prevent crimes or Capture them. Thank you, Maylene. <laughs> Thank you, Maylene. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> Some yeah. of us more than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are there any other ways that people can get involved? I know you host an annual summer camp, right? Yeah. So we do summer camps for uh, the, uh, we do a, a lake camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a crime scene camp for um, elementary mm-hmm. and uh, for high school as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have different programs where we have, um, the bike camp as well, or no? I'm sorry. The bike camp, okay. yes, bike camp is one that would that actually just happened mm-hmm. last week. It looks like a fun one. Yeah, yeah. I saw all the pictures on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a uh, uh, national night out every year, which is great for you know interaction. Uh, we have opportunities within the department. We have a volunteer program mm-hmm. where people can. Uh, actually come in and, and volunteer to help out and uh, we can you know, eat a number of different things. We have one volunteer. It's our first, went through our first uh, Citizens Academy. We have uh, David and Diane Rochester who went to the Academy and they both came and I can't tell you how many thousands of hours Really? That they have put in yeah. uh, an invaluable like, amount of hours. Oh, yeah. incredible! It's incredible! Yeah. They have done so much. Just a little. Dave does a lot with our vehicles, and mm-hmm. and uh, he just both of them have just given so much back to the police department. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's been great, and that's a, an opportunity that people can have if they wanted to come in and uh, and go through and, and be a part of the volunteer program. Yeah. We also have a ride along program. So uh, you, you, if you're a citizen in Cornelius, you can. Uh, request to ride along. And you just uh, have a sign a waiver and and you can ride with a police officer for you know two three hours and just kind of get an idea of you know you're out there patrolling the zone just like the officer is. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun too. Well, you heard it here first. Sign up for a ride along with the Cornelius yep. Police Department Citizens Academy. Where do I sign up spots. for that? At exactly. <laughs> I think you already did, and they pay you to do it. <laughs> well, we pay you. <laughs> I come in each day. I mean, it's better here. than McDonald's. <laughs> I will tell you, I'll go by his office every day and his door is open and, and his little light is on under his desk every day. And I'm like, yeah, he's, I'm a, I'm I have a dedicated, I have like, if all just wants me, 
He open door policy. People to think he's here. I have an open door policy. That's all. all. Right. Well, thank you to Captain Steve Davis and <laughs> Lieutenant Von Griffin for joining me today on About Town, and thank you all for listening. Just thank a couple you, quick man. reminders: we have a food truck Friday tomorrow at Smithville Park, back to school bash on Saturday at James Hoyt Wilhelm, and check the town's social media today for a special Greenway surprise. Thank you for listening to About Town. I'm Malin Joyner. Damn, thank you.